just like to start today's show by acknowledging we're coming to you off the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty's never been ceded, and I'd like to pay my respects to the elders of this land, past and present. The new reality sees the birth of McJobs and the death of traditional careers. Stock market's crashing. Well, that's fine. Coming out of college with a degree doesn't matter. No one can find work. The whole idea of us being pegged. I applied for every single opening in my field, but there's just, there's nothing. The whole idea of us being pegged as slackers. The stereotype of the slacker is born. Welcome back to another episode of Slacker Radio here on 3CR Community Radio. It's 855 AM on your dial or 3cr.org.au is where you can go online. My name's Tilda. And I'm Jordan. Hey, Jordan. How you doing? I'm very well. TGIF. How are you? TGIF to you as well. I'm I'm all right. I've been uh, pretending to do a job all week. Yeah. Well, that's in um, line with our ethos. Here. Yeah. 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 Um, but hey, I was, I don't know. I was feeling it hard. Yeah. I uh, am a really dramatic person. Mm-hmm. Tried to quit the job yep. because I felt like I wasn't good enough mm-hmm. for it. And uh, yeah, there's some people with like management skills out there. Who, who sit you down and say, no. No, honey. No, no, no to. listen to yourself. You, you're a bit, a bit crazy mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, and that guy's Josh Cullinan. Josh Cullinan, <laughs> boss of the show. Your boss, boss of the show, my boss, Josh Cullinan. Uh, talking me down from the edge once again. <laughs> Good on you, Josh. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. And we're going to be talking to Josh later. Fantastic. About some strikes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Jordan? Um, yeah. Same as always, I think. Plugging away at work. Um, it's going to finish soon. I only have to cross off 11 more weeks worth of days on the calendar or, or you know carve that many things into the wall yeah uh, and then i'll and then i'll be done for the year but um you know it's fine home stretch yes let's do it let's yeah. do it okay well we're going to be back with that interview with josh uh in just a moment but we're going to play a little song i know on this show we like to say hey the electric guitar the king of instruments yeah um, this is kind of, I guess, the father of the electric guitar. Mm. I'm not talking about the electric light bulb. <laughs> I'm talking about the acoustic guitar. Okay. <laughs> so let's... Um, wooden music. Wooden music, yeah. Uh, let's hear from Kurt Vile. He's got a little ditty called Baby's Arms, and we'll be with you in just a sec. Baby 
tune in to Stick Together, all about workers' rights and social justice. 8.30am Wednesday, 7am Saturday. Or listen on demand on 3CR's website, 3cr.org.au. Welcome back to 3CR Community Radio. That's 855am on your dial. 3cr.org.au is the website you can go to. We are joined here by Josh Cullinan. Have we got Josh there? Yes, thanks for having me. It's a total pleasure. How are you going, mate? I'm going very well. G'day, Josh. We've got Jordan here G'day, G'day. in the studio. Um, hey, you've been busy this week. <laughs> it's been very busy. Yeah, I've just uh, I've just gotten back to uh, to the farm from Broken Hill and about to head off to Melbourne for the huge day tomorrow. Absolutely. So I guess the question on everyone's lips is, what is a super strike? Well, it's uh, a couple of things. It's the first time ever in Australian history that supermarkets workers are striking um, and in on mass, um, on scale and across Australia. It's also, uh, it's a play on the words, supermarket and strike, super strike. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> um, and so it's, uh, it's certainly a very exciting time and uh, it's just been absolutely fantastic to see so many, uh, so many workers keen to be involved. Excellent. So uh, a lot of people I've been talking to about uh, this today have asked, you know, what's, what's the main issue here? Is it, is it wages? Well, there's three main issues. I mean, wages is a very large one of them. You know, workers are paid anywhere between $12 and $25 per hour as the base rate. Um, and these are workers that work right through the pandemic, that turn up every day, that face all sorts of outrages um, on the front line. Um, and that's another part of the claims. But they, they certainly deserve a lot more than, um, than even the $25 an hour. It's just a few cents more than the absolute minimum wage. Working for these behemoth multi-billion dollar profitable companies in Coles and Woolies. Uh, but it also goes to safety. You know, we're, we're fighting really for, for safer workplaces, that crimes are treated as crimes and that workers and their and their lives and their wellness and their health and safety be prioritised by these companies, that they shut areas and deal with it rather than just treat it as just another part of working in retail. And we want job security. Casual workers want ongoing jobs and part-time workers want more hours. All the things that workers have been fighting for for hundreds of years. It's just that no one's been fighting for retail and fast food workers until along came RAFWU six years ago. Absolutely. Um, I was reading a statement from a friend of the show, Nelio, um, who's a delegate at Coles, and uh, was made a really good point, I thought, um, saying that we set the floor for wages in this country, retail workers, and any pay rise that we get, you will get too. Mm. I thought that was a really it's good a, way of putting it. It is, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a fantastic way of putting it. And we're talking across these two employers, almost a quarter of a million workers are working in these stores. Absolutely. And we've just come out of kind of a few years of lockdowns and things. And the only people for a, for a moment there who were allowed to leave the house were the people in those supermarkets. Yeah. Absolutely indispensable to, um, you know, keeping society running during the, um, you know, the harsher periods of lockdown. Uh, that's absolutely right. And it's not that they were sort of allowed to, that, that they had to, that they had no choice. They had to turn up to their job or they would lose it and they mm. would face the consequences of that. And and these are workers that did turn up and they did do that work and they got sick and their families got sick. And, and, and you know, for them to be left behind by these massive companies, um, it really just sums up the way capital works and, and the way that it exploits all of our labour. Um, so it's just super exciting to be part of this, of this upswell of so many workers now looking to take strike action tomorrow. Absolutely. So um, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow. What is planned? Uh, well, at, uh, at 10 a.m. at local time to where workers are, uh, they will strike for two hours. And so they'll walk out um, or they'll not turn up if that's, that's when they ordinarily start. And they will be um, on strike for two hours. They're going to come together in different locations. So um, we've got a fair few different locations across the country. In in Melbourne, they'll be coming together at uh, the Cole Spencer Street, just near Southern Cross Station. It'll take a little while for the workers to get there, of course, because they'll be coming across town or, yeah. or they'll be jumping on the train to get there um, from the 10 a.m. strike start. But we expect there'll be a good show there and there'll be um, lots of workers elsewhere as well coming out and participating in that strike action. 
and it's happening in other cities too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, we've got Woolworths at Before Park in in Adelaide. We've got Coles Byford in Perth. We've got four locations in Queensland, including at the CBD at the uh, Maya Centre. Um, and in Sydney, folks are coming together at Belmore Park. We're out at Gippsland as well at uh, Coles Trelgan. Um, so lots of different locations that uh, we're we're asking for community support to come along to, but also for the workers and other members to to join them in solidarity as they take this historic action. Absolutely, it's um, a wonderful thing to think about, um, and you must be very proud of how things have gone over the last six months for you know this to finally culminate in strike action at a supermarket. Um, so yeah, that's just a really, really exciting thing to be a part of. How have the employers responded to, you know, industrial action? This is an industry where they haven't had to deal with industrial action for ever. Um, What's the response been like? Well, in the certainly in their distribution centres, where where distribution centre workers that aren't in the hopeless SDA were, would get organised and they yeah. would take action. So they're used to dealing with some of those kinds of usually one store, one centre um, that that would happen in. Uh, they've never seen it in supermarkets ever before, and so um, uh, Woolies have uh, straight batted a lot of uh, a lot of the interactions. Uh, they're they're continuing to say that it's a small group that are involved out of their 130,000 store workers. Well, that group grew by 20% in the last week. So um, (laughs) we're excited about the number of people that are getting involved and putting their hand up and prepared to be part of this action. Um, And uh, when we walked out at Broken Hill on Thursday, the, the workers there, they were replaced by managers at the checkouts. But they also shut down online for the afternoon, so so customers couldn't make online orders because there was no one to pick. Mm. Um, so it was a fantastic display there of thirty workers walking out um, and coming together for the couple of hours. We expect that'll be replicated over Saturday as well. At Coles, they've taken a very different approach. They've taken the industrial thug approach, and that is to uh, exercise their right, uh, which is when a worker implements a ban. You know, under our archaic Australian master and servant laws. The employer can then tell the worker simply because they're exercising a ban like they won't clean the toilet or they will wear a rafu tea. Once they start doing that, the employer is allowed to say, we don't accept any of your work and we're not going to pay you a cent. So these workers paid poverty wages in insecure jobs, have had their employer tell them where they're not accepting their work today and they're not going to pay them a cent. And so workers have been left high and dry and they've uh, and they've been turning up to work today and then they've been heading home. So very disappointing that Coles would take that approach, but for those of us that have been around the traps for a while, entirely unsurprising that a multi-billion dollar company would have this sort of, exercise this sort of power over over its workforce. That's a total disgrace and such a wild escalation just to go to immediate stand-downs mm. for any, any ban of any kind. Yeah, it's extremely disappointing. And, and, you know, some of the responses to, to it have been absolutely fantastic. You know, workers haven't then, you know, put their tail between their legs and walked away. They've stood up and they've and they've directly challenged what's gone on. And, and we're seeing some of that on TikTok. We're seeing it on other social media. Workers just calling out these behaviours and calling it out for what it is. Also, workers getting angry. You know, workers, the members at, at, at RAFWU, the are represented by Rafa and Bargaining that are doing this, want to come together next week. They want to start planning for a Christmas strike. They mm. want to run fundraisers for the strike fund. You know, they're, they're, they're really keen to, to take it up to Coles, who's, who's really, they, I mean, they've really disregarded the needs of workers for a long time. Earlier this year, they started bag checks on employees. So that shows Excuse the level me? of trust that yeah. Yeah, the level of trust that Coles has is that every time a Coles worker finishes their shift, every 15 or 16 year old in their first job, every 40, 60, 70 year old in their job, at the end of their shift, they have to go and show a manager the insides of their bag. They have to My go and show them their, word. their drugs that they're taking, their pads and tampons. They have to show them whatever they've got in their bag. Um, just to show that they're not stealing stuff from this company. That, that says it all about how disgraceful Coles is behaving um, as, and, and how it's treating these workers who it pays poverty wages already. I mean, it's, the reason they're doing that, you know, is because they know their workers can't afford the food. Yeah. If they think their own staff are thieves because they pay them poverty wages and they can't afford the food, so they must be stealing. It's just, it's, it's just outrageous. That is outrageous. Absolutely that makes- appalling. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very, very furious uh, to to hear that. Um, 
I was having a chat to housemate of the show Noon earlier today um, about tomorrow's strike. They can't come. They uh, apologize. But they were asking, oh, they were saying, I'll make sure not to scab, um, assuming that uh, people shouldn't shop at Coles or anything. Uh, Rafu calling for a boycott? Well, certainly during the two-hour strike, no one should be no one should be shopping at Coles or Woolies, and, and no one should be working at Coles and Woolies. Mm. Um, so, so during that two-hour strike, um, yeah, work, no one should be shopping at these outlets. Now, uh, we would be suggesting that everyone think about the way that Coles is treating its workers right now, the way that they've approached this issue, and how you know Danica, who's on TikTok, you know, a great young worker in Broken Hill, rocked up today wearing her Rafu tee. And there was no work for her and there was no wages for her because she was wearing that tea. Now, listeners might want to make a decision about how they shop at Coles in the future. Mm. All right. Thanks for that, Josh. Hey, um, so how can people uh, support the, the strike? Um, obviously, there's turning up um, tomorrow, but there's a strike fund you, you mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few different ways. There's the the turning up tomorrow and the and the different locations are listed on our social media, but also on our website. Um, the other thing is we've got a, a little web page set up. It's uh, rafu.org.au forward slash superstrike. And folks who go there will be able to see the Chuffed um, Strike Fund. We're really delighted. Huge number of donations that are 5 or $10. It's really fantastic. Um, so that's, that's there as well. There's also email addresses for the CEOs of Coles and Woolies. If you want to send off an email, they sign up for newsletters and updates. So all of those are there at rafu.org.au forward slash superstrike. Excellent. We'll make sure to share that link around and, um, yeah, uh, encourage people to chuck a few dollars into that strike fund because that's going to, you know, recover wages for, you know, people who are being sent home at the moment, right? That's that, That's the idea, yeah? Yeah, so, so the, the, the way it works is is that RAFWA established a strike fund a few years ago. Um, we're building that, but there's no way that that can meet the needs of a 1,000 workers um, taking strike action just yet. You know, we're only six years old. So while we build that, we need every level of support. And so the idea is is that the, the, the donations will go straight into that strike fund. We're going to cover the wages of every worker who's, who's, who's effectively, you know, who's not getting paid for today or Saturday and for the strikes on Saturday morning and Tuesday night. Um, so we'll, we'll cover that. Workers can't afford it. Um, and we'll cover that from the strike fund. So these donations are really important to keep that strike fund growing. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, anything else you want to uh, add in there before we part ways? No, I think it's... Uh, thanks for having us on. Um, folks should keep up that. And I think share as well. Share as much of the media that comes out and the social media that's out. And um, just if you see a worker share their own little story about what it was like, encourage them um, and encourage others to get involved. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining the show today, Josh. Uh, thanks, Tilda. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Josh. Talk soon. Cheers. Bye. All right. We heard there from Josh Cullinan, Secretary of the Retail and Fast Food Workers Union and boss of the show, my boss, Josh Cullinan. And yeah, how about that, Jordan? That was great. I love it when Josh comes on because there's always something happening. When there's Josh always comes something on. happening. And the stories you hear about the modern retail environment are just, man, if my manager was checking my bag. Yeah, I for... feel like after, you know, I was, I was aware of a lot of, um, you know, through Rafu's kind of comms around this, uh, a lot of the issues, but I, I was just learning about the bag checks now on air live for the first time. <laughs> and I feel like I kind of want to go and have a lie down. Yeah. 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 That's gross. That's yeah. really, really gross. Um, well, it's left me feeling blue. Mm. So why don't we listen to some good old-fashioned blues music. Okay. More wooden music, more yeah. acoustic guitar. Okay. This one's about a murderer, and okay. it's kind of um, pro, pro-death penalty, it seems. Okay. But you'll see why. Mm. Uh, it's called Stacker Lee, and it's by Mississippi John Hurt, and we'll catch you in just a sec. <laughs> How can it be? You can rest everybody but cruel staggerly, that bad man. Oh, cruel staggerly.
sing my life. I got two little babes and a darling loving wife. That bad man, oh cruel Stanley. What I care about your two little babes, your darling loving wife. You done stole my stuff and hat, I'm bound to take your life. That bad man, oh cruel Stanley. He's my good leader, 
He's a mighty good leader. He's a mighty good leader. All the way, all the way from earth to heaven. That Jesus leads you all the way. a clean train you know this train this train is a clean train I said this train this train is a clean train everybody ride it in Jesus name because this train is a clean train Lord this train this train has left the station you know this train this train This train has left the station This train takes on every nation Because this train is a clean train You know this train It's the prettiest train I ever have seen on this train It's the prettiest train I ever have seen on this train not great is that unless you've got a radio with you, you can't listen to 3CR when you're on it. Until now, the Community Radio Plus app lets you listen to us wherever you are. Get on board and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. You're listening to Slacker Radio, 3CR, 855 AM, 3cr.org.au. Welcome back to Slacker Radio. Just before the break there, we heard from Sister Rosetta Tharp with This Train from the album Gospel Train. That one was fun. That was a super fun one. Good. I love that lady. She's very gay, yeah. rocks the guitar, mm-hmm. just kills the guitar, um, invents rock and roll. Yeah. A lot. Um, That, yeah. Hell yeah. That was a real fun one. Uh, Before that, we had Skip James with Jesus is a Mighty Good Leader. And I've got to say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. I've heard this about Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Skip James. And at the top of the block there, we had Stagger Lee by Mississippi John Hurt. Um, And that's a fun one. There's this other version of it. There's heaps of versions of it. But there's like this one where he's like, he shoots this guy and he... Uh, because he stole his $5 Stetson hat Mm -hmm. and he's crying like, no, I've got um, a wife and two little babies. Mm -hmm. Don't kill me. And he says, I don't care. Shoots the guy, uh, but he's crying and his accomplice is like, hey, I didn't know you felt so bad. And he's like, 
I was aiming for his left eye, but I hit his right eye. Oh, no. And that's why I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> that bad man. A craftsman who takes pride in his work to that's an right. excessive degree. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, congratulations, Staggerly, and yeah. sorry about the death sentence. Mm. Um, <laughs> speaking of punitive justice yes, systems. That's a... Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, there was a riot this week at a prison. There was, which is something I was just hearing about today because, you know, the sort of prep idea for this show. Yeah. Um, and I have the article somewhere. Well, uh, it was at one of those kiddie prisons they've got. Oh, yeah. Just not a normal, you know, Ricky O kind of situation. No. Um, we have got children in the Malmesbury Youth Detention Centre, mm-hmm. um, which has had a troubled past mm-hmm. um, and was set to be closed in 12 weeks or 12, so. 12 weeks, yeah. Yeah, and uh, tensions have boiled over there and we have had, I think, one of the coolest possible things that could happen is a prison, a prison riot. Prison riot. The yeah. children were trying to liberate themselves mm. from the cages that they've been locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's awesome. Some pretty terrible things happen. One inmate has been um, assaulted so badly that they can't be identified facially. Mm. They don't know who they are, and I guess they're not awake yet. Yeah, crucially, this is someone who is still alive and can't be identified, which is yeah. sort of something you only really associate with very grisly murders. Yeah, so it's a, it's a pretty serious situation. Yeah. Um, so not really something to be made light of, no. but I... Always, um, you know, I want to see every prison in the world burn down. Straight as, to the ground. Especially these child detention centres, youth yeah. detention centres. It, it's it's gross. Mm. We've had problems, you know, like I guess the first time I remember it coming up in the mainstream media at all was with uh, Dondale. Dondale, yep. Um, and, you know, it's not just isolated to... The Northern Territory. No, <laughs> no. it's <laughs> yeah, it's here in Victoria. It's um, whew, yeah, um, heavy, heavy stuff. Um, but yeah, I was listening to some ABC coverage of it, and right. there was a lot of hand wringing about mm. like, what are we, where are we going wrong in the system <laughs> that the kids are so violent? Square one. Square one, I think, is locking them in prison. Mm. I think is probably the problem you've got there. Yeah, and they're gonna want to seek emancipation and revenge against their jailers because they feel it's pretty natural that they would want to leave yeah 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 and their children so they're not maybe not going to make like the most rational reasonable no, decisions no. ever that their kids in jail yeah. you've ruined their lives mm-hmm. at such a tender age makes me so so mad yeah um that this is allowed to go on and that people scratch their heads wondering like oh why did they get violent mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the violence they face every day within an inherently violent system. But um, we're a pro-union show, right, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, I'd say, generally speaking, we don't have a lot negative to say about unionism as a whole, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we just interview, like, a union. Yeah. We're very pro-union, because we've got these comments from the CPSU here in this article um, from the ABC, um, which I just kind of found a little bit... Um, tasteless you know that they have like incredible concern about how youth justice centers will operate moving forward amid staff shortages like (sighs) yeah ideally they would not yeah right yeah i like where's the concern for the kids yeah you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) like like, oh this is a dangerous environment because the children might attack us Mm. like um yeah there needs to be a change in thinking in how we operate these centres, yeah. um, says uh, Ms. McKeon from the CPSU. Like, I don't think you can think your way into a good child prison. No. I don't think you can, you know, blue sky mind map your way to... Tinker around the edges and try and get something that kind of works for everybody. No, that's sort of... Yeah. Like, it's the very concept that's aberrant and, and disgusting. Yeah. 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 It's... Um, you got to go way deeper. You really, really do. Um, you know, to be said... There were like, uh, you know, shivs and things mm. going around, mm. and, but uh, no one was injured yeah. as far as the um, prison guards themselves go, um, which is kind of good. But there, were, I guess, there were some threats going around. There was a sharpened broomstick, mm. um, which, yeah, they're saying it all sounds like a movie kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and and you know, like, yeah, that is a 
rotten place to work, sure. Yeah. But um, the way you solve that is not by, you know, building a different jail that runs slightly differently. Yeah, totally. Or is more restrictive mm. upon... Because I, I, that's all I can imagine yeah. is that we're going to have, you know, like... Uh, and I've heard that some of the... Um, kids have been moved to the Cherry Creek Detention mm. Centre. And that was a detention centre that was set up um, kind of in response to uh, Dictator Dan, that mm. bloody communist <laughs> who <laughs> uh, loves communism so much that he wanted to put the children um, in the Barwon Detention Centre in the adult prison. <laughs> and the High Court said no. And so he said, okay, well, I'll put them in a special part of Barwon Prison, not part of yeah. general population and the high court said no okay. <laughs> again they, you know um so they built uh facilities out at cherry creek for a super maximum security child prison, child jail. you know yeah. like it's it, the idea yeah. itself is just so corrupt it's mm. just like and that that's i guess the takeaway where you know readers would leave the article you know especially from places that aren't you know as uh, progressive as the ABC. Mm. <laughs> if you're reading this in the Herald or whatever, the idea is that we need to lock these kids up more. We need to mm. crack down on them further. We need to spend more money on prisons. It's send in more guards. Send in more guards. Yeah. Um, they're so short-staffed. Mm. Um, and I hope they're short-staffed because I would hope that there's a vanishingly small number of people who would have the low moral fiber to accept a job guarding... To, to be the kid warden. The kid warden. Yeah. 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 Boy, it makes me mad. It does. Boo. Boo. So that's just been a bit of like denunciation corner. Yeah. Um, what if mm. six was nine? What if the moon was made of pudding? Uh, yeah. 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 That's right. Well, we're going to find out the answer to that question because this song is called If Six Was Nine. It's by Jimi Hendrix and we'll see you on the other side. All right. Conservative flashing down the street, pointing their plastic finger at me. <laughs> they hope soon my kind of drop and die, but I'm gonna wave my freak flag.
Let's join the National Day of Action to stop black deaths in custody. 1pm Saturday the 7th of October at the State Library of Victoria. We need to implement the recommendations from the 1991 Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths in Custody now. You say you respect country and you believe in black justice, then you turn up because we have an opportunity on the 7th of October to push this government to implement recommendations that will keep our people alive. For more information, go to blacksovereignmovement.com. That's B-L-A-K sovereignmovement.com. Black Sovereign Movement is a street CR supporter. You're listening to Slacker Radio on 3CR 855 AM. Yes, welcome back, dear listener. Just before the break, we heard from Thin Lizzy. Yeah. How about it? Good. Yeah. Love that one. Oh, bisexual icon, Phil Lenart, one of these guys who plays bass and sings as well. I'd love... That's not a common combination because no. you got to have your stuff together yeah. you are the rhythm section i mean it's him and it's lemmy and lemmy's not really a singer not you know yeah well i mean he's the guy who said all the words into the microphone yeah phil it- phil had a beautiful voice phil just a beautiful man yeah congratulations phil the nut yeah cheers phil um we also listened to pony by slow thrust or is it sloth thrust? i believe it's sloth thrust according to sources online okay yeah that band yeah. did a nice version of pony Oof. Oof. had some really tasty guitar bands yeah. and yeah uh listeners the electric guitar is back it's back baby it's back baby and who better to reintroduce the electric guitar to the community radio circuit than Jimi hendrix yeah <sighs> That's such a good jam, that one. Yeah, uh, that one's If Six Was Nine off the album Axis Bold As Love. And boy, I've been loving that album mm. lately. I've been playing it over and over and over. And um, it's like really playful, I think. It's yeah. got some silly moments in mm. there. It's got some, yeah, um, really poetic, you know, like songs like Little Wing and mm. Castles Made of Sand and stuff. But like, yeah, very expansive, spacey guitar sounds. Yeah. It's, oh. Gorgeous. Yeah, lyrically and vocally kind of sort of beat poetry, mm. Like, just, yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Real fun. Congratulations, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Um, hey, I think we've got we've to wrap up. We do. We do have to wrap up. Um, but before we do, we should let everyone know how they can listen to us, mm-hmm. which is on the website, 3cr.org.au slash Slacker Radio. That's right. That's one of the places. You could also go to iTunes. You can, apparently. <laughs> you can go to Apple Podcasts yep. and uh, you might find some irregularly updated feeds mm. um, over there. That's wild. Yeah. Check out the 3CR Community Radio app. No, sorry, just the Community Radio app. But you can find 3CR on the Community Radio app. Um, that's a really good way to check us out. You can find us on Mastodon. Yeah, we're on Mastodon. Uh, we're on Mastodon. Mm-hmm. That's uh, at slacker underscore radio at oz.social. Mm-hmm. That's us over there. And we're also on Blue Sky. Yep. Just at Slacker Radio. At Slacker Radio. Yeah. Yeah. That's that the, simple. That's the benefit of a newly formed social media site. You can get the handle that you want. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I couldn't because I wanted to put a underscore in it. Oh, you And can't. you're not allowed to have underscores yeah, in I your had... things. And now they're like, they don't match. Yeah. I had to do um, that with my own handle. And it was very silly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no uh, numbers at the end. Yeah. 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 What? And um, you can catch me next weekend. I am doing rotations, mm. um, two o'clock on Sunday, October the fifteenth. We're going to be bringing you a lot of anime music because <laughs> I am a massive fucking weeb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, till then, I've been Tilda. I've been Jordan, and we will catch you soon. We're going to play you out with uh, a song called Rebecca. It's by the Moles. Nice. Hope you enjoy it. Love you, folks. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.